welcome to Kaiseki Anime, where we air new episodes every other week. Kaiseki covers currently airing anime, older series seen recently, and other relevant topics for the season. I'm your host, Marina, of the blog Anime BMB, and with me is my co-host, Draggle, of the cleverly titled Draggle's Anime Blog. This week, we preview the 2022 winter season. I guess we'll go through all the shows and kind of skim through the worst ones. Yeah, I think it's good if we go over quote-unquote trash so that we can get them out of the way and move on to the things we actually like and remember. Right. Well, let's start off with a recurring trash, Ari Foreta. This was the one with, like, the bunny girl and the main character is an asshole. And I don't remember much more, but it sucked. I just remember I hated the first season's first episode so much that I didn't even try this one. Yeah, I actually forgot to try it, but I'm going to because I love trash, as you know. Wait, so you're not even dropping these. You're just saying it's trash. Yeah. I Oh no. <laughs> I forgot to try this one. The other ones I've all tried there. Okay. Oh, I forgot. There's an even more trashy show that came out, Mahoka Uva, which I still have to see. Oh, okay. But in case anyone was curious, there's a Mahoka Uva. <laughs> Anyway, Back to anime series, though. Yes. Next is uh, Fantasia Sane, Realm of Legends. This was like... Horrible. Yes. Horrible. It's like Chinese-ish fighting show. Which isn't bad to say, right? Because there are lots of shows that feature sort of like a Chinese setting. It's just that this thing starts out with a huge-ass info dump, and it's just boring. And I couldn't even last, I think. I think I stopped at 10 minutes, and I turned it off. Yeah. Indeed. Same. Anyway, next, Girls Frontline. This is based on the Mubage, is that how you say it? The gotcha game, yeah. And it was... Yeah, it was not good. I guess I put it in mediocre. It was like on the border of trash and mediocre. It was more just boring than offensively bad, I would say. Oh, I didn't even notice that you put it in mediocre, sorry. I didn't notice you put it in trash, so... Uh, But trash is fine. Okay. We can say it's trash. Anyway, next is Orient. Uh, this was it was pretty similar to Fantasia Sane. Orient is the one where this is like a world that has been supposedly oppressed by demons, right? And there's like a whole generation of bushi, right? Like warriors that have been sort of thrown into uh, disrepute. Everyone like looks down on them and they're basically outlawed and they have to be chained with their swords, right? Yeah, that's Is right. that this one? Yeah, and he's like a minor. Yeah, they're kids, and it's it's like cracked me up that this son of Ibushi, like he's not even an adult, like he hasn't done anything, and they already like have him chained to a ball with a sword <laughs> on his side. And yeah, the the cat bears at the end are weird. Oh, they're cat bears. I see. I don't know. They look like their their bodies look like big ass bears, but then they have like cat ears. I I, I don't understand. And starfish and starfish moths. faces. Yeah. It was weird, and as you all can probably tell, not very memorable. 
Wait, but wait, no, it is memorable because of that ending. I am actually was going to give us another episode just out of sheer curiosity at how dumb this is. <laughs> I'm done, but let me know if it's good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next, I had high hopes based on the art style. It's like my favorite now, Tesla Note, where it's CG, but it sucked. I don't remember this one. I don't think I tried it. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't good. I think they fought things. <laughs> they were armors. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, did you watch this one? Sayuki Reload Zeroin? I don't even know if I'm saying that right. I think it's like Zeroin. This is a sequel to Sayuki Reload, which I also didn't watch. Oh, no. This is the one I was talking about where I like started it and I was so confused. Oh, yeah. Because it's like a sequel. Yeah, yeah. They were, they were talking about things that had occurred in the past. And I was like, wait, I have a f- bad feeling about this. And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, this is a sequel. <laughs> yeah. That's why they have colon zero in. I don't know. Like, they always have weird titles in the anime, right? Like, that this could have been some yeah I, part of the title that didn't mean anything. But it's a sequel. So if you haven't seen the first season, you probably shouldn't watch this one. And even if you have seen the first season, this looks pretty bad. So hmm. your taste is already suspect. I think you've missed multiple seasons at this point. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, don't watch it. It sucks. <laughs> uh, the next one, though, I thought it was the worst show of the new season. She professed herself pupil of the wise man. Did you see this one? I saw part of it. And I think I hated the beginning of it so much that I actually closed it without um, getting to the point where it doesn't... Is this about a guy who becomes a girl? Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I didn't even get to that part. I think I hated the beginning info dump so much and I thought it was so boring <laughs> that I turned it off like well, five minutes in. You missed out because the the last third of the show was the worst part. <laughs> no, I don't think I missed out. I was saving myself, you mean. Yeah, the last third, the girl just like walks around and does stuff. And then there's not like a spoken word for like 10 minutes. And then she like looks in the mirror and she says, I'm cute. And then it, it goes to the, the ending song. You know, I can sort of see that as them trying to actually make her cute by doing that. But that just sounds extremely cringe. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh All right, yeah. Let's I'm not, not watching it. this. And are you watching this, though? Or are you keeping no, it? This was too bad even for me. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, let's not think about this anymore. Well, we're going on to another bad one, perhaps not as bad, because I think I did watch the whole first episode before I was like, yeah, no. The strongest sage with the weakest crest. Yes, he's the strongest. He's good at everything. Oh, my God, please just stop. I was so confused about this world, because it's like at the start, he is a super strong warrior who is apparently missing the best crest. And then what is it? Does he somehow get reborn or something and he now has that crest but everything everyone thinks it's a shit crest even though it's a strong one i i was like i don't know what's happening i i think like everyone thinks it's weak because the demons took over who taught them it's weak so that they wouldn't be able to defeat the demons oh is that is that what it's trying to say yeah remember at the end he fought that kid who was secretly a demon maybe i didn't make it to the end dragon <laughs> Oh, I don't blame you. You missed nothing. Okay. It was totally forgettable. Yeah. This next one is bad, but I don't think it's forgettable. It's definitely not forgettable. It's sadly memorable, and I wish I could forget it. World's End Harem. I'm going to watch this one to the end. No. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, was it you I saw... I, I remember uh, seeing on Twitter, I was like, this is exactly a classy show. And you're like, this is too classy. Does that mean like you guys aren't going to include it? 
We're, we're not gonna watch this one because we. Why? I wanted to, but some people are like, I refuse to watch this. <laughs> but isn't it perfect for your gut? It is perfect for us, but uh, some people don't want to watch it. So, do you want to just give like a really brief synopsis for the show since you are staying with it? Yes. Well, I, if you're curious, <laughs> yes. I've also read the manga and I've read oh, the God. spinoff manga too. The oh, spinoff is actually Dragon. better. But this one, it's uh, the end of the world. There's a virus. And I think this was actually before the pandemic even. Uh, oh, but the okay. virus, it only if affects uh, men and, and boys. And um, all the males died, except for like five people who were in cold sleep or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the main character is one of those. And he wakes up and he's like the only man. And then uh, he he has to uh, repopulate the world. And uh, you can probably imagine what happens. Well, uh, just to clarify things, the reason why the main character was in cold sleep is because he had another life-threatening disease. And the cure that they were on track to find was going to be in the next couple of years. But he would have died before then, which is why they put him to cold sleep. And then they cure his disease while he's asleep. So people with him, like people like him who had that disease and were cured, are actually immune to the disease, right? Which is why they're in such high demand. The other guys who are put to sleep during the actual pandemic are actually already a little, and I think most of them are already infected or they're susceptible to being infected. And so that's another thing that's like propelling him this need that he needs to help find a cure so that I think it's his brother is in sleep survived or something. One of his relatives survived. You're, you're making this show sound like it's about the plot. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, let's get to the other point, is that this guy has got to be the worst kind of main character for this setting. What I saw someone describe this as, you have basically a rom-com lead in a harem show, and it's not going to work, because he just wants to be with his one girl from the beginning. <laughs> he wants to find her and be with her, and everyone else just wants his dick. They want him to give them babies. Exactly, yeah. But then the, the, other, the other males uh, make up for it a little bit. Yeah, I, I remember there being, like, a guy who woke up before him who was more than happy to do his job. Yes. Yes. And then there's uh, lots of, like, government conspiracies and plotting and such. Can we talk about how horrible the uh, Crunchyroll censorship is in this one? For sure. Because, like, in most shows, you get, like, shafts of light, right? Or, like, black beams. This one gives you fucking black squiggles. <laughs> and there's so much of it that it sometimes just covers up the screen with squiggles. So what you're saying is you're going to wait to watch the uncensored version. No, what I'm saying is I am not watching this at all. <laughs> but it was pretty funny watching this with Kewu and both of us being just agape at how explicit it was. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to episode two. Good for you, Draggle. Anyway, on that bright note, let's move up to the mediocre shows. The first one is Q. Oh, this was like there's voice actresses. And I fell asleep and quit then. Wait, why did we put this in mediocre? Did I put this in mediocre? Because I dropped this. I dropped it too. I might have put it in mediocre just because it wasn't as bad as the trash. (laughs) Yeah, I guess I think of it as being thrown into the trash, which is why I would put it in trash. (laughs) (laughs) Because I I dropped it. I see. I think of trash as like, this offends me. 
Oh, well, there's, like, different types of trash then, I guess. But, like, yeah, I'm not keeping this show. It is about voice actresses. Like, if you're really into the whole, like, voice actress idol thing, you might like this. They're cute girls. But I've just had enough of it, and this is not interesting to me. Yep, not my thing either. Anyway, I think next is a sports show. Is this a sports show? Futsal Boys. Yeah, and what I'm watching, because I like soccer, which is what futsal is, basically, uh, it's a little generic right now. I wasn't, like, really impressed with the first episode. I thought there were some, like, overly prickly guys that are probably going to soften up over the course of the series. They're going to try to have, like, a team that forms generic stuff. Um, I'm more in it for specifically the sport because I played soccer, and I'm always looking for, like, a good soccer story. There's so many good baseball anime out there. Um, but I feel like there aren't as many soccer anime that are actually good. There's a lot of mediocre ones. And this one looks mediocre right now. Did you but know? Hopefully I, that'll change. I played soccer too. And that's why as soon as I saw this was about soccer, I immediately dropped it. Yeah, that's why I am staying with it. Okay. Uh, next one's a sequel. How a Realist Hero Rebuilt the Kingdom Part 2. Yes, and I wasn't impressed with the first episode, but I'm sticking with it because I liked the first season. I wasn't impressed with the first season, uh, but I'm sticking with it to see how low it can go. Wait, I figured you wouldn't go with this because you were so bored. You just seemed so bored with the first season. Did you watch the second episode? No, I didn't. Just the first. It was so boring. I want to. I want to hear what you think about oh, it. Oh no! Later. <laughs> oh no! Don't tell me that. I don't want it to be boring because I wasn't bored in the first season. The, they they <sighs> like don't leave their room the whole episode. No, are they just talking? They they just talk, and then the <sighs> they're talking about how how the main character can't even see race. Oh, oh, that's what that tweet was about. Yeah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I was like, what's he referencing? Hmm. Okay. You'll find us. I don't look forward to it, but I will watch it. Yeah. Anyway, next is another fantasy show. There's a lot of these lately. There's a lot of them and ones that are like video game reincarnations, which is what this one is like, uh, Alif and Liedel. Isn't this one where they are sick and then something happens at the hospital? Like at the very beginning, you see like the hospital lose power or whatever. And then we go back to this virtual world and they're like trapped there now because they got disconnected from the hospital, right? I think so, although I, I never pay as much attention to the plot as you do. <laughs> well, I was just trying to wrap my head around, like, what is happening. When something is so bad that I'm getting confused, I, like, sit back and I try to make sense of what is happening. <laughs> I see. I'm just, uh, I just go with the flow. But the thing is, like, as interesting as the premise is, like, the idea of it, the execution of it in this was just boring. It was pretty boring, yeah. I'm keeping watching this one. I like the second one, second episode a bit better. Oh, okay. I think the the one interesting part that I like about it is uh, the main character. She's like 200 years or whatever, and she has her children, so they all like call her mom. I didn't mention this, but she's been to this game world before. Right. Apparently, this world's time passes faster than our time. So, like to her, it was just how many years ago, and this world has been like 200 years, right? Yeah. Exactly. But her children are still alive. They're still alive. Because they're like dwarves and stuff. She recognizes the world, but it's a lot different, right? <laughs> yeah, because 200 years passed. Yeah. So th- this, it's mediocre, I would say. That part was interesting. Yeah. But the execution was very boring, I agree. Yeah. I feel like they just don't have very much budget for the show. It just doesn't seem... That, that is how I felt, yeah. Okay, so this next show is Life with an Ordinary Guy Who Reincarnated into a Total Fantasy Knockout. Please help me remember what this one's about. It sounds so generic. It's about the life of an ordinary guy who reincarnated into a total fantasy knockout. Wait, wait, wait. Is this 
This is a Remind me. There was like two boys who were, at least uh, one of them was gay for the other one. It's heavily implied. And then they reincarnated. The, the one boy becomes a cute blonde girl, the one who's not gay. And then the gay one, he was like less interested in the girl. But then the goddess that uh, curses him to fall in love. This just sounds messed up and like some sort of weird conversion therapy show. I, I'm going to keep watching it just by virtue of being weird. It sounds offensive is what it sounds like. I do remember this now. I, I think this is the one where like in our world, they're like these these couple of guy friends. And the the one that you keep referencing who's gay, he's um sort of the the guy that guys look up to and the guy that all girls fall for kind of guy. Yeah, right? Because right. he's like super popular in school. Growing up, everywhere he goes, he's always popular. Everyone wants him. But he's not interested in anybody but his friend. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I do recall it being a little comical when they like transform into this world and he, his friend's like this cute blonde girl and he's just like, what Yeah. happened? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really like it, but I think at least it's something slightly different. Yeah, it, it was unique in a way. I was kind of thinking maybe I'd stick with it and then I like thought about it for a couple of days and <laughs> deleted it off my list. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll probably watch the second episode and then reconsider. You, you let me know over the course of the season. Okay. The next one's Miss Koritsu and the Monster Development Department, where they develop monsters. I think this was supposed to be a comedy, but it wasn't really funny. I think I... I know I tried this. It shows I dropped this, but I don't really remember it. Uh, yeah. I must have not made it through, like, the whole episode. Uh, I made it through the whole episode, and I don't really remember it either, so... Oh, no! (laughs) (laughs) I think I tried this on Crunchyroll. I had it on the big screen, all of, like... Three minutes or something, because I think I dropped three in succession really quick like that. Okay. And I was watching it with Kayo, and, like, both of us were just sitting there, and I'm like, uh, next? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't think you missed much. I don't think so either. Anyway, next is a continuation from last season, Platinum End. Wait, this dropped mediocre for you? Because I haven't caught up on this. Yeah, I'm not caught up either. I'm only on episode seven, I guess. Uh But the problem is, like, it's not bad enough, but, Wait, but <laughs> you know, there's like, <laughs> there's like, uh, if a show's really bad, it can be very entertaining. And yeah. if a show's really good, it can be very entertaining. But if yeah. it's like a show that you think should be bad is too good, it like reaches this uncanny valley. Well, too good, but not like actual good. You mean like it's not like it's, it's kind of well made, actually. I'm. Oh. surprised but it's just betraying your expectations of it exactly now is that your fault or the show's fault <laughs> probably my show's fault my, my own fault yeah so huh. I, I don't know i'm still gonna watch it you wish it was just more more stupid bad. like remember more stupid uh what was the show where like they're on skyscrapers jumping around and ah uh, that's the, the one i dropped but i do recall you talking about that show yeah that one was just like pure stupid it was pure bad you never took it seriously the this show is like good enough that it makes you take it seriously and it's and you don't want to you don't want to because it's like it's very mean these people like murder each other and stuff yeah, I do recall that from the first few episodes. Like, I thought the show was good, but it was also really fucking ridiculous. These these angels were ridiculous. Not what you expect from angels. Yeah. And I just thought the people in this story were horrible. Exactly. But in an entertaining way. Yeah, but it, it became too real for me, I guess. 
I kind of understand that. I, I guess I'll see for myself when I get there. Yeah, I'm curious what you all think. Uh, the next one, I, I would have put this in trash. Why don't you describe it? <laughs> oh, I've only seen one episode, and I'm kind of like curious about where it's going to go with this. But it's like police in a pod, is what it, and it's about at least two women police officers, right? Like one who's more of a veteran. Um, who used to work in like the crime division, so she's more experienced. And then one who is like the new one who just transferred in, and she's basically only in law enforcement because she didn't know what else the fuck to do. And all tests pointed her towards this line of work. But she kind of admires her superior officer, this woman. And that's all I really remember from the first episode is that it seemed mildly interesting, strangely positive of law enforcement, but most Japanese shows I feel are when it's from their point of view. Yeah, I was just curious to see where it goes. Why would you put it in trash? I don't know. I just felt like it was like police propaganda. It does feel a little bit like that because it is like fairly positive, but I don't know if propaganda is the right word because it's not like showing them as beyond reproach. Right. The main character is stupid. Like she's only in law enforcement because she didn't know what else to do. Like what does that say about people who are actually law enforcement, you know? That's true. It says they're not in law enforcement so they can... uh bully weak people seems to be true for some people but then i think there are also members who are in there because they do want to do the right thing but then maybe become jaded over time right so i am kind of curious like what angles this show is going to take okay i'm not gonna watch it okay anyway next is sasaki and miyano there's like bl's show yes yes but it's it's cute it's fluffy it's like super you know when you look at shoujo art house it's got like the the pink and the floating right. balloon heart balloons it's just like so overwhelmingly sappy adorable that i'm gonna stay with it see how it goes okay yeah i thought it seemed fine just not not my thing yeah it's not like overly my thing anymore i used to be really into like this kind of romance uh but, like, now, maybe real life has knocked me down so much. Like, <laughs> we'll uh, see. Be, uh, romance in real life can't be as good as BL. You've become jaded. I just think it's more like reality is no one is ever, like, this happy and sappy and stays this way. Like, something's going to tear you guys down. Great. Anyway, last mediocre show, Tokyo 24th Ward. This, is a, this one, like, I wanted to like it because it, it seems very well made, but I... I just couldn't. I don't know what it is. Oh, I remember being surprised because I actually, just from looking at the art, I dropped it because I was already watching. Yeah, because I was already watching Tesla Note, right? I'm still finishing that up. And the art, when I glanced at it, I thought it was going to be a full CG show. And I was like, oh, I'm not in the mood for this right now. I already have one. One is too many. Well, I didn't think there was any CG. That's right. That's what because I saw someone tweet like when they were listing out like our favorite openings of the season, like our favorite first episodes, and someone mentioned this one, and I was like, "Really?" So I went back and I watched it, and there wasn't any. I'm like, "Okay, well, I don't know why I thought that." So you did watch it. I watched the first episode, and like you, I feel like I should like the show. I just am not interested for some reason. Yeah. And I don't really, I'm not quite sure how to put my finger on why I'm not interested in this show. Yeah. I don't know if it's like the combination of the the friends, like their chemistry doesn't really speak to me. I'm not really interested in any of them. I thought the whole like trauma at the start was cheesy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like milking on it later on. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you can explain why. No, I felt similarly, but I, it's like it, it has all these elements that I, I think I should like, but. Right. They don't really come together. No, it just doesn't really feel uh, alive to me in a way that is engaging. 
great. Which is a shame, but oh well. Let's move on to shows that we find quite promising. Yay! Yay! Uh, the first one's a KV Sailor Uniform. I was really surprised I liked this one, because it's about clothing, sort of. Well, not really. I mean, that's in the title. It's like a pivotal point of the first episode, but I don't think this is actually going to be about clothing. Right. I guess it's about her, like, going to school and making friends. Yeah, it's like setting up the story, which is not going to be, I think, about clothes. Um, but it was a gorgeous setup for the story. It uh, was. I'm scared that the rest of the show isn't going to live up to that first episode, which was already its own sort of self-contained story. That's true. Yeah, and I also like can't decide if this is going to be like the purest, cutest show ever, or if it's going to be the horniest show ever. Horny? It was really horny. They're like always looking at their toes and stuff. I guess the way that the lens like focuses on it, you I could see it that way. I think the camera did linger on it quite a bit. We'll see in the future episodes. <laughs> we'll see. But for those who aren't familiar with the show, it's basically about a little girl who uh, has been wanting to go to the same school that her mother went to for a while, right? Ever since she's she's heard stories about this place, that her mother had like the best time of her life in high school, and then seen all the pictures of her mother in her sailor uniform. And she wanted to like wear that same uniform and was super excited about it. And per tradition, her mom's going to make the uniform for her, which I thought was like, wow. Yeah. They used to do that? that that's insane. I can't imagine my mom making my uniform. I, I can't imagine someone liking school uniforms either. Well, this might be a topic for its own video, actually, Drago, but I always <laughs> loved, you know, I, I always wanted to wear a uniform growing up. Really? You wanted to wear a uniform? And I know I'm not alone in this. There are other people I've spoken to where the reason why you want to wear the uniform is it takes away the agonizing, like, time spent on deciding what to wear, especially if you're someone who has low self-confidence or not very much money or doesn't like the clothes that you have. Yeah. You want that choice to be taken from you and just to wear what everyone else is wearing. I see. I've always just worn the top clothes in my dresser. I think for some people, there's a lot, like fashion does matter a lot of the time for socializing in your school and what you wear, what you don't wear can really make you stick out. I see. Well, she is sticking out, that's for sure. She does stick out, right? Because she's excited <laughs> for this uniform that her mom makes her and it's a beautiful bonding family moment, isn't it? Like, yeah. It was so heart touching. And then unfortunately, her mother didn't check. <laughs> to see that the uniform changed since she's graduated. And our poor girl goes to the opening ceremony and is the only one in the sailor uniform and everyone else is wearing these sleek, mature blazers. It is pretty funny that she wouldn't think it had changed after like 20 years. <laughs> yeah, that cracked me up. I was like, oh my God, your mom just, just totally failed you. Like, oh, and if I was the mom, I would feel so bad. It just, I mean, I think she does. She did like a pretty feeling bad <laughs> i would be like oh my god i just subjected my daughter to bullying for the rest of her high school life <laughs> holy shit <laughs> but you know the school is really gracious about it they offer to let her keep it and she decides to stay with it yeah, yeah. so we'll see what kind of attention that brings her i feel like the star of the show it's going to bring her some negative attention i think so she'll grow stronger from it well we'll have to do a whole episode on this one later i think yeah and we can go further into talking about the uniform so i don't derail here like I could. But yeah, this is a gorgeous, gorgeous show. Yeah. Next one is Attack on Titan, also a gorgeous show. But it is. I and it. I put it in promising because it seems entertaining as hell, even if it's going to be dumb as hell. I, I would have put it in trash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good trash, right? But like, it's promising to me in the fact that I know I'm going to enjoy myself. That's true. 
It's it's like a guilty pleasure. Yeah, it's the nature of enjoyment that is brought to question, right? Like, it's not like it's masterful writing, but maybe masterful in a certain way of being complete trash and you're loving it. Yeah, it's definitely well produced, well animated. It makes you get all excited, but except mm-hmm. it's like it makes you all excited for fascism. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our, yeah. Our, it's sad, but our true. choices right now in the show are you can you can root for uh, killing all the Jews, or you can root for uh, euthanizing all the Jews. So pick your side. I think another angle you can take that. I think there is a third angle that I think is like present in a lot of uh, wartime shows. I feel like it was present in '86 also. Where it's not telling you to pick any side. What it's telling you is this is the sadness that forms from war. You can kind of sympathize with either side, but you can also see how terrible both sides are. I guess. And I think that's a side that you can take, is to just be like, this is terrible violence. Although I thought... And every, everyone is wrong. I thought that was the side of euthanize all the Jews. I thought Aaron, no. Aaron no. was anti-war. No, that doesn't mean I want to euthanize the Jews, Draggle. <laughs> anyway... <sighs> Uh, let's move on to another show about politics. The Genius Prince's Guide to Raising a Nation Out of Debt. This reminds me a lot of A Realist Hero, but this Same. one seems like it might be more lively. Yeah, I, I thought I was going to hate this one. I thought it would be just like Realist Hero where they're like, oh, we need to uh, reduce the national debt. But no, it's like a comedy show. I mean, he knows that they need to reduce the national debt, but it does it in a kind of comical way. Right, right. And I feel like, you know, I I thought you would actually complain about certain things. Like, oh, why didn't they think to do this kind of practice ahead of time? Like you did with Realist Hero. But you didn't have any reactions like that yet? Like, oh, this is obvious common sense that you would reduce spending here or that you would divert spending there. I feel like with this one, it's more just like a joke show, right? Yeah. So I didn't try to take it seriously. Whereas in the Realist Hero... All they do is they just sit at a table for the entire episode and then they discuss things and it feels like you're listening to a lecture. Yeah, I think it might also be because of the main characters. In Realist Hero, he's a, more of an up- upstanding kind of personality. He's like a good exactly. guy, right? Generic good guy. And a genius prince, like, he, this guy just wants to fucking relax and goof off. He doesn't want to do this. Exactly. He's much more relatable. So, like, even if yeah. he's wrong, I don't mind as much. Okay. <laughs> No, yeah, I'll stick with it because I I am curious to see how different they are, and it seems entertaining so far. Great. Yeah, the next one I moved up, Love of Kill. Yeah, because I have mixed feelings about this, but uh, go ahead, Draggle. I I I really like the manga for this one, so I'm looking. Oh, to it. okay. This one's about there's an this like asshole assassin, and he like creepily stalks this other assassin, and uh, hits on her. And that's what happened in the first episode. Yeah, I've only seen the first episode. And the whole stalking aspect is why I feel, like, uncomfortable with it. Because, like, I can tell this is supposed to be sort of like a romance show. But, man, that's not a romance. <laughs> that's just fucking creepy what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and his idea of romance is, like, getting her marks for her, you know? And then he, like, uh, all the things that he does with her when when they first meet, when he's, like, pinning her down, then he, like, talks to her like that. Sending her incessant messages when she's not responding to any of them, following her, like, that's not cool. Right. And, like, the show, I feel like, is trying to make it kind of cute funny. No, I, yeah. I'm not really believing it. I, I, I think the, the show is fully aware of how creepy it is. Okay, I hope so, because right now I'm not sure. Yeah. 
Well, I've read the manga, so I'm uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm going to stick with it for now to see like how she handles him <laughs> over time. Right. And how he might change. We'll see. Oh, uh, yeah. This also is a bit creepy. Uh-huh. Anyway, the next one is My Dress Up Darling, which is about um, this guy who sews Hina dolls, and then he meets this girl who's a garu, and she's very fashionable. And he discover she discovers his hobby, and he thinks she's gonna bully him, but instead she asks him to make her cosplay costume. Yeah, this was also very wholesome, and it's also a fantastic looking show. The animation and the art, like I think it all looks really great on the screen. So when you say that, I'm gonna deduce that you haven't watched the second episode. <laughs> I have, I have not. Oh no, you're in for a treat. <laughs> no. <laughs> So I also want to put in a little bit of extra is that his family, like his grandfather is a renowned Hina doll creator, right? Uh, That's what he like grew up in and what fostered his love for the art. And then he was like bullied at a young age. Well, I don't know if bullied's the right word. Like some kid makes fun of his hobby when he's younger. It only ever shows like that one scene, I think, with the girl. And then he's like self-conscious about it since then and like tries to hide his hobby from other people. Yeah. And I just really loved that moment in the first episode where she discovers his hobby. And like you said, he was afraid, right, that she was going to bully him. She's a super popular girl, really pretty. Instead, she does the opposite to where she compliments him, like sincerely compliments him and like talks to him about it, shows interest in his hobby, like thinks it's great that he does something that he loves. It was all really great, like wholesome shit. And like how open-faced she is, just like how honest and down to earth, I think is something that he sorely needed. That I think a lot of kids need at that tender time of their years in school. So I really like her character. I'm a little scared now of the second episode, what you said. And I hope it's just visual stuff that is going to scare me and not necessarily like the writing and the characters, which I loved in the first episode. Yeah, you're going to hate the second episode. (laughs) No, please tell me just visually. Uh, It's not like the story is bad. It's just they spend an entire episode on something that should have been like two minutes. Okay. Well, maybe it's just like a trip up in the second episode and it will improve. We'll see. It's extremely cringe. So I, uh, I'm looking forward to your reaction. Okay. Anyway, the next one I dropped. I'm going to stick with it, even though I can understand why you dropped it. So Requiem of the Rose King is basically an anime of War of the Roses, right? Yeah. Well, that's it's like Shakespeare's play about the War of the Roses. Yes. So you've got King Henry, you have the Richards. Our main character is from Richard's family, and he's like their second son or whatever. But he's supposed to be some supposedly cursed child. Very dark. So have you read or seen the play? I haven't. I haven't either. I think I read parts of it, but I don't think I read this one. I feel like if I was going to watch this, I should just read the play instead. Maybe. The reason why I stuck with it is because I did think the presentation was interesting. Okay. While the animation wasn't the greatest, the stills and the artwork itself was very, very pretty. Mm. And I did think some of their execution of like the script with the art, it felt more like a work of art than like a typical anime story. But I don't know how it'll change over time. So I'm sort of on the fence about this one. Okay. I'm I'm curious uh, how it'll turn out. Yeah. Maybe I'll watch it later if it's good. Maybe. But I have a hard time recommending this. Unless, like, you really like Shakespearean writing, you... I mean, you like pretty art, too, right? I do, But that's not enough to keep you on this. And I I like Shakespearean writing, but 
Why don't I just read the play then? How do I, how do I like explain who might like this show? Because you don't like this show. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you, you like it, I guess. So. I found it interesting. Like is like, like I is thought the strong. artwork was pretty. Okay. Yeah. Well, people who like pretty artwork might like this show. Okay, let's move on to Sabekoi Bisco. I don't know if I'm saying that this right. This one has a terrorist attack by mushrooms. I was immediately going to watch to the end as soon as I learned that. Yeah, the mushrooms are pretty fantastic. This is another one that I wasn't going to watch really? just because it looked like some stupid... I don't know why. It just like, looked stupid from the artwork. And then I read someone's positive response to the first episode, picked it up, and then I thought it was fantastically fun. Yeah, I was debating putting this in very good instead of promising. Well, we don't know yet, right? <laughs> yeah. I feel like I have a hard time putting anything in very good if it's just the first or second episode that we've seen. Like, maybe if we're already halfway through the season, we can bump it up, or we're already at the end of the season. But for shows that just started, I, I can't make myself do that. Actually, you're right. All of our very goods are sequels. So. <laughs> yeah, so you, like, already know what the story's about. Right. You already have, like, some history with it. Okay. But for a start, I thought this had a great, strong start. Yeah. It felt like a modern-day Naushka or something, where, like, everything is being eaten away by mushrooms and mushroom terrorists. Exactly. And there's, like, multiple uh, viewpoints that all seem interesting. There's, like, the doctor, yeah. the, the that guy at the border. The one who's, the, like, a mushroom terrorist. Yeah. And then his, uh, is it his sister who's part of the, the law enforcement yeah, yeah. or whatever? And she's dying. Yes, she has an infection from the mushrooms. I, I don't remember what it's called. Yes. It is life-threatening. So th- this is probably like one of the new shows that I'm most psyched for. Yeah, it's a very unique world. So I'm excited for it. Yeah. The next one is on you. Wait, you're not watching this, Draco? Come on. Of course it's got I'm fishing. not watching this. Why would it's I got ever fishing. watch this? <laughs> it's cute girls doing fishing. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like something I love. Cute girls doing fishing. <laughs> it's an outdoor activity. Don't you love all things outdoors? Yes, yes. No, we've just been talking how I hate like all sports shows. Okay, okay. Well, slow loop. This is not really a sports show. Fishing. This is a cute girls doing cute things show okay well right they just happen to have the activity it's like that'd be like arguing like year camp is a fucking sports show it's cute girls doing camping like yeah true. it's an outdoor activity but that's not the vibe of the show it hasn't doesn't really have any of the aesthetics of a sports show in my opinion yet right but i like camping and i don't like fishing so there you go okay well there you go that's probably why you're not interested but i think that it was actually a great start to a show about fishing that isn't too much about the girls they're featured heavily, yes, but they actually spend way more time talking about the whole process of fishing than I expected. Hmm. So I'm kind of excited to see where this is going to go. Okay. Yes. Uh, although I was a little questioning about, I guess it depends on what type of fish it is and what the salinity of the water is, um, when they like butcher a fish right there on the shore and eat it raw. <laughs> but um, I, I, don't know, I, I liked the whole episode and yeah, I'll watch it. Nice. Teasing Master Takagi-san, season three. I dropped this one after season one. Oh, because I thought you loved the first season. Oh, I liked it. I wouldn't go that far. You like the manga, though, don't you? Yeah, but the problem is I already read the manga. Mm. And, like, every time... There's a show where, like, if you know the punchline, it's not as fun. Yeah, because it is, like, very much... He gets checked Like, little time. skits, right? Yeah. yeah, it's repetitive of... I mean, there are different types of skits, but, like, you've read the manga, so you have seen them, right? You've exactly. read them. I haven't, and so I'm still interested. Yeah, I feel like it's it's pretty good. Yeah. Let's move on to Tribe 9, 
which has fishing in it, Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> baseball and fishing. This is unbelievable, but this is a baseball show, which I'm really excited about. Oh I, I put this one in. I was the one who put it in Promising. I don't know if you would have put it there, too. I don't know yet, but it was certainly entertaining. It was, I was so good. Like, what the fuck am I watching? How is this baseball? I guess it's baseball. Maybe that's why I like it. It's like unidentifiable as baseball. I mean, they, they've they got the, the ball, the bat, the... Yeah, the yeah, they got all of that. But it's in the middle of the city, and they have to navigate around buildings, and they use strange technology. It's very... Uh, <laughs> Oh, and it does look great too. It's a very flashy, colorful yeah, art style. It's very colorful, like neonish. Yeah. yeah, it's it's fun. You know what? You know how like that guy's a fisherman and then he like uses the power of his fisherman muscles into his bat? Yeah. That like transition scene between like him showing him fishing and him batting reminded me strongly of uh, Food Wars. <laughs> That's true. You know, and people like eat something and then there's like that flash <laughs> of them and very indecent like the octopus. Yeah. That made me think of that. They really should make all sports shows like this one. Then I would, no! I would like sports shows. <laughs> Some shows don't don't like diss on other other good sports shows just because this is the only way that you can handle them. This, this is the greatest sports show since Saki. Oh boy! <laughs> Wait, what about the one with like the the on the water where they have to hit each other's like butts and stuff? That was really good. Oh, that's true. The greatest sports show since Kajo. There you go. <laughs> good point. Don't let me forget Kajo. Yes, yes. No, Kajo's great. Should we move on to the very good? Yeah, we keep, we'll keep these short and sweet. Uh, Drago, you can start with what you always start with. Boruto, very good. Next is yeah. uh, one I dropped, Demon, Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaba Entertainment District arc is going strong. Pretty interesting. I love the aesthetics of them being in the Entertainment District and dealing with the demons there. It's lots of fun. The next... Princess Connect. This was a sequel from a couple of years ago, I guess. It's really mm-hmm. funny. I like it. I'm surprised you're not watching this. I would have thought you liked it as they love food in this show. I think I might have forgotten about this. There's the one Maybe where there's like there's really cute, really stupid dumbasses. And the one girl eats bugs all the time. And the other ones... I think I overlooked a Draggle, so I'll probably have to go back and pick it up. Because now I'm starting to remember that I did really like the first season. Yeah, it's good. I didn't realize that there was a sequel. Yep. And the last one, I think we both like Ranking of Kings, which was just last yeah. season. So Yes. We'll have to do an episode on that, too, before it ends. Definitely. Um, and then we do have a few that I want to take a note of that I do plan on trying, even though I'm not sure I'll keep them, is that there's Salaryman's Club, which uh, I'm just interested because of the subject matter, the setting. And then there is a case study of Vanitas Part 2. I remember I was like in love with the start of the first season, and then it just became completely boring and nonsensical by the end. But I'll still give this one a try. Maybe it will improve. And then The Orbital Children, which will get the first episode in like over a week. Uh, there's only going to be like six episodes. I didn't know this was happening until Marina told me an hour ago, but I'm really excited for this one because it's by the director of uh, Deno Coil, which was amazing. It was a masterpiece, you mean? Yes. 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 So I think we're both excited for this now. Can't wait. And this rounds out our winter preview. Yay! Tune in again to Kaiseki Anime Podcast two weeks from now. Please feel free to send us questions or comments on Twitter with hashtag Kaiseki Anime Podcast or on our individual accounts at Drago underscore Kuhn and at Anime BNB. Listen and review us on Apple Podcasts so we can continue to grow and improve. 
You can also find us on Google Play and Spotify. Thanks for listening. See you next time.